<laughs> we can never start anything without Seriously, some kind of no. some, some kind of noise. Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, um, on the latest episode of Rogan, he had Rick Rubin, right? And he was talking about some crazy stories about how he believes music needs to be manifested on its own, right? Okay. And then at first I was like he was confusing Joe and he's like, I don't know what you mean by that. And he was like, Well, let me explain. He's like, Are you familiar with the band System of a Down? He's like, Yeah. yeah. It's like I worked with them. Uh, do you know their song Chop Suey? And he's like, yeah. Well, whenever they were recording and writing that song, Serge came to like a blank and didn't know like where to take the lyrics. Like the so they were recording the song and he got to a point where he's like, I have no idea like what to put here, right? And Rick Rubin was like, well, let's let fate decide it, right? And he was like, go over to that bookshelf and pick a random book, open it to a random page and just read a random line. And that's going to be the lyric. And in Chop Suey, the part where he's like, um, um, where he screams like father over and over again, mm -hmm. he's like, like father, yeah. I commend my spirit. All that was from that book. Oh, nice. And and that is like one of the highlights of that song. And mm -hmm. it's like one of their biggest hits. Nice. And he was just like, that's just how fate takes over sometimes. And I was like, he really is a madman. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. What's crazy is you realize like how many influential like music people he's worked with. I mean, he's worked with metal bands like System of Down and Slayer. Uh, he's worked with rappers from the very beginning, um, from like the early days when hip hop wasn't even considered like real music. Mm -hmm. And then he also worked with punk bands like um, I, I think he worked with like the not the Ramones, but he worked with uh, the Misfits. Okay. And he helped them hone their s sound and everything. Like he was just so influential because he was like one of the first guys in music that was just like, like fuck the traditional means of doing music. We're gonna do it our own fucking way, and then we're gonna do it like like express the craziness of like of what what music should be. Yeah. I mean, he's worked with Jay Z and Kanye, and then he's also worked with um a lot of like newer artists too, like some of like the ones that are coming out the the woodwork out of like California and New York. Right. Like he's just, he, what What makes him so funny is he looks like a fucking like homeless person. Like he has this massive beard and just doesn't like look like he bathes. Like, but, but he's <laughs> what just, if he just is a homeless person and they're like, this guy's a genius. Well, the thing is a lot of people are always like, why is Rick Rubin always like there mm. at like at studios? And you realize that he just has like this weird way of thinking that helps people feel inspired and just come out with some of their best shit. Like he literally is like a muse. If a muse was an old man with a Gandalf beard. All right. For the next song, just, just trust me. Just go punch a fucking baby. Just hit a baby and your song will come. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Michael Jackson dropped Thriller. <laughs> Although like, oh, and this is him like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a funky ass baby. Anyways, um, I always got to start off something with something ridiculous. But anyways, yeah. welcome to another episode of the Night Funk. Uh, back at it again here with my co-host Jose, uh, drinking some sparkling water. And brought to you by Liquid Death. Uh, it's water. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it special water? No, it's just in a can. Yeah. 
I, I like how people freaked out over it when it first came out. They're like, it's alcoholic. It's like, it's not. No. Yeah. I mean, I like the whole point of it that, hey, plastic is very, like, yeah. wasteful. Why don't you just buy water in an aluminum can? And a lot these, They're plastic-coated aluminum cans. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but 70% of it is, like, recyclable. Okay, and the rest isn't. Yeah, but compared to plastic, where only, like, 6% of it is. Yeah, that's true. So... Uh, it's a give and take thing. I saw what was it? it was on the internet. It's, it's some Asian country. They figured out a way. They, it's like a little like it's like a little ball of water, and the outside it's 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 tough. You can stack them, you can squeeze them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They look like little boobs, so you can just squeeze them. Um, but you eat the thing afterwards. It's made out of like some like cellulose or something like that. The hell? Or you can just throw it away, throw it on the ground, and it'll like just fall apart. And it helps the ground grow shit. Huh. Yeah. But it's cool because it's literally like, it, it reminds me of like a bug's life. You know, when they have the water and they're yeah. drinking the balls of dew. That's what you have. You just. Oh, God. It, it makes me think of like, I remember seeing this video that came like out of China yeah. where they had this weird method with like wax where you could make like imitation lettuce. Did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's but, not, it, it was like wax, but it was like synthetic, like synthetic plant matter or some shit like that mm-hmm. so that way you can eat it and people were fucking eating the shit i saw recently that they were doing like this whole thing about um 3d printing steaks have you seen that what <laughs> yeah they're they made a they made a 3d printer that just turns mean into like whatever the fuck you want <laughs> yeah how the fuck does that work so, i mean I don't know. This is as much as ridiculous as the fucking KFC gaming PC. What? Did you not ever know about that? No. <laughs> no, we're talking some real gamer talk. At one point in time, KFC <laughs> thought it would be funny to make a gaming PC that has a built-in oven that keeps your KFC warm as That's you game. Fucking ridiculous. But it was cool. It because it, it had, sounds like a fire hazard. <laughs> it was like a giant tower with like RGB red lights in it <laughs> with a KFC logo, and it has literally like an air fryer, like a little compartment that comes out, and you put chicken in it to keep it warm. <laughs> I just feel like it would overheat the whole computer. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget KFC does a lot of like really meme stuff. Like they did that whole KFC like telenovela thing. With Mario Lopez. I didn't hear. I don't, I don't keep up with KFC as much as you do, yeah, I it, guess. <laughs> you fat fuck. <laughs> no, it's just like internet shenanigans that they did. Yeah. And um, I know um, they also made a dating sim. They did a da- <laughs> dating sim where you go to KFC University and the head professor is the colonel himself. And if you ever eat the chicken, you die and go to heaven. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was like, what is it, Berg? Uh, it was in, like, over in Europe. Mm-hmm. McDonald's didn't renew, like, the Big Macs, like, copyright. And Burger King was like, we're on it. And they got it for, like, a little bit. Or they, they didn't get the copyright. They just started making Big Macs. What the fuck? And then they called it the Bigger Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and the logo was like, Bigger Mac, it's better. <laughs> And it was a fucking big. It was the bun, the lettuce, the sauce, the cheese. It was that. It was a fucking Burger King Big Mac. It makes me think of the time that Budweiser got in trouble whenever they made that fucking. Um, they made that billboard of um, of Jesus holding a Budweiser, and it said "King of Jews, King of Beers." <gasps> Jesus Christ! 
I don't know if that was real, but yeah. well, anyways, um, today episode, today's episode, we're going to be talking about, um, talking shit online because mm-hmm. this is something that we grew up with, um, <laughs> where it was just a fucking another day of like the internet and also playing games online. Like, I don't know how many times you'll see like memes or people talking about like how, you know, modern warfare like chat rooms fucking destroyed your life, but you also mm-hmm. had a great time yeah. because, because people would just go on there and just scream all kinds of crazy shit. There's a lot of racist shit too. <laughs> yeah. Now you can't really get away with it because it's easier to report people. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you get, they even get a whiff of something racist is happening. You're banned like completely. No, if ands or buts about it. Yeah. But, I mean, um, <laughs> um, I talked a lot of shit when I was younger because I was just, you know, I was good. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. I was fucking good. All right. It makes me think and of the, it makes me think of that. You're trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite fucking thing that's come out now. But, um, so on Xbox, on Xbox 360, did you ever play live on that? No. Okay. Um, the thing was, I didn't really come around to owning my first like console on my own until like real late. Mm-hmm. Um, because I ended up buying like the PS3 late in its life cycle. I think yeah. it was probably like the last two to three years that it was even relevant before okay. like the PS4 had dropped. And the only reason I got the PlayStation was because uh, I wasn't really big into FPSs. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed them, but I just didn't really have the, I just didn't have like the dexterity to be really good in like and stuff like that. I got more into like You're trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got into my own like lane of stuff. Like me and my friends all play like Dark Souls. Yeah. So we all got into super heavy into Dark Souls because you know we love fantasy shit, and also it's kind of like it's kind of reminiscent to like the early years of like um, like Ninja Gaiden, how fucking brutal those games were, like um, like how difficult like the learning curve was in those yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Because I, a lot of people don't remember. I mean, I feel like that was the precursor to like like heavily difficult games i mean other yeah. than like old school like art um not arcade but i mean like old school like platformers that were just punishing in mm-hmm. nature but that's besides the point um yeah but like my point with that is like on xbox live on the 360 they used to have a percentage rating for you so the lower your percentage the better you were the higher percentage the bigger piece of crap you were mm-hmm. so i got one of those um um a buddy of mine he was he let me borrow his Xbox just because. And I was like, cool. I'm going to play Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Go for it. So I was playing Call of Duty on his account. <laughs> he had a 2% rating, which is, you know, great. You know, and the rating helps you find matches because people they won't put you in matches if people don't want you in there if you're a fucking dick. Like your percentage can make you have to wait longer for matches. Yeah. I had his Xbox for like two weeks. He went from two to ninety-eight. <laughs> it was a ninety-eight percent avoidance. Oh my god! And I was like, "Bro, people fucking sucked." All right, I talked mad shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I helped them get it back down. Because <laughs> you can, the longer you play, the lower your percentage goes. So if you add yeah. more hours to it, you drop your percentage. So, like, how long would be like a normal like gaming session for you when you would like play the oh, games god. all fucking night, dude? Yeah, I yeah, mean, I same, would, same um, for me. Same for me. Uh, I I I don't game nearly as much as I used to. Yeah, not because I don't like 
like to game for long hours, but I just feel like a little bit like a, the day's been wasted because there's other stuff that I want to do as well. And also, like, my the nature of how my brain works with my ADHD, it's kind of like a game can keep my attention for, like, a couple of hours. If I'm really into the game, I can be on there for, like, six, seven hours at a time. Yeah. But eventually, I'll get to a point where, like, I need to take a break because I, if I continue to go down this route, like, I'm going to be, like holding my piss and then refusing to eat. And then next, you know, I'm like, help. Like I'm passing out on the couch for me. It was like, I would play like nowadays. Yeah. I play every now and then like, um, it's just, there's way too many fucking updates now to keep up with. Like if you, if you fall off the game, there's been like 16 fucking updates. And now you have to wait for like 40 gigs of something to download. I just said, I was going to play modern warfare today. Just like, I was like, I'll jump back on and see what's going on. I haven't played it in like a couple months. 52 gigabyte update and i'm like yeah there's no fucking time for this like why 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 does it have to be i know they're fixing like bugs and stuff but like it's just fucking annoying and i would play i'll maybe play like an hour hour and a half tops now mm-hmm. if i really get into it and for me like it's just a way to turn my brain off like hannah will be like walking by and she's talking to me i'm like uh-huh uh uh-huh. Mouth open, just eyes gone. Yeah. And I'm just in the game. And it's just a way for me to, like, you know, I've had a, a rough day at work or we did a lot of shit, like important stuff. So I just kind of want to, like, turn my adult brain off for a little bit and let my kid brain just kind of come out for a little bit. Yeah. And she'll get mad at me because she's like, why are you yelling at the TV? I'm like, because they're fucking good. Like, these kids are just all hopped up a Mountain Dew and Adderall. It's, just, <laughs> it's I know, ridiculous. I know recently. I, I kind of got back into like a little bit of wanting to like game, you know? So typically what I do is I try to go and see like what deals they have on indie games. Cause mm-hmm. I just love indie games. Cause the nature of them where you can just pick them up, you can probably finish them within a couple of days and then yeah. you move on to the next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of them have bigger grinds than others. It really depends on the style of game. I know recently I, on sale, I bought um, Little Nightmares. I heard really good things about it oh, when yeah, it came I've out. So I played, I decided to play it and it was fun. It was fun. It was, it's, uh, it's got its cool little atmosphere, but I noticed yeah. that I lean towards more games like that now than I used to. I will buy like AAA games, but I, they're usually not competitive ones. I just completely abandoned either trying to be competitive in games because I just feel like I get too frustrated and then it yeah. becomes like a thing. For me, it was like I when I was playing like more a little bit more of the the older the not this new one that's about to come out the Modern Warfare two the older mm-hmm. one when that came out you know they had of course ranked competitive play and I was like I'll jump on and see you know how I do and I was like I was doing pretty good but then they have like friendly fire on and shit like that which I'm like all right that kind of takes kind of the fun out of it I just don't I don't want to work while I'm playing the game and yeah. then you have all these fucking try hard kids on there. Like, bro, if you don't want a rando on your team, just fucking build a squad. That way you can all play together. I'm going to be on your team. I'm going to drag your team down. Shut up. It's just a fucking game, dude. If you're trying to make money off of it, make a fucking squad and go do that. I used to... I See, I have a group of friends who I I know always play, like, online games and stuff. Yeah. And for the most part, they never really got into super... Like, they never got super into, like, uh, like you know, like, first-person shooter games. You know, the only one that we did, like, fuck with for a good bit was, like, Overwatch when that first came out. Because it was a more of a team-based thing. But the problem with it was... Me, I had more fun in the beginning because that's before they ever added competitive. Yeah. So it was just quick play. That's all you had. And you could... What the? F- 
Oh, yeah. It's the dream. It's just the dream. <laughs> I, God damn it. I'm going to have to edit that out, too. <laughs> uh, today is just not the Leave day. Leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. No. Um, so, in the early days of Overwatch, they didn't have competitive mode at all. Yeah. Competitive didn't come until, like, months later, right? So, before that, all you could do is quick play. You have a team of six, and you can pick whatever. You can pick whoever the fuck you want to. Um and there wasn't limits to what character you could play. Yeah. Um, I know Overwatch 2 just came out and they completely like revamped the, how the game works and st- stuff. But back in the day, you could have a squad of six people all playing the same one. Mm-hmm. So you could have fucking six tanks if you want. <laughs> you could have six DPSs. I remember the one that we used to always thought we always thought the funniest one to do, and I know a lot of people used to hate this back in the day mm-hmm. when it was when everybody would play Torbjorn at the same time. And Torbjorn is like this little dwarf character oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. builds a builds a turret, and if you um, if you keep upgrading it to its like third level, it becomes really like like powerful, mm-hmm. right? So you'd have six of us, and we put up six t- turrets in a in a in a in a way to where you couldn't move out of the, you couldn't move out of like the beginning like base area without just getting mowed down. That is so cool. And it was so fucking funny. It was yeah. so fucking funny. I remember um, um, the Torbjorn character reminds me of the engineer from uh, Team Fortress Two. Mm-hmm. You ever played Team Fortress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it was great. I fucking love that game. Um, I played that a good bit. I got pretty good at it. I would play. Um, I would play the engineer or um, uh, the heavy a lot. And yeah. uh, a buddy of mine would always be the medic for me. And uh, you know the that's the you know one of the most common combos is you know the medic and the heavy medic's just blasting you with his medic gun and the heavy's just like walking in front as a shield. Yeah. And you just keep healing it, healing, healing, healing until you get your your what's the goes like the Uberman Uberman Ubermend or something like that for the hep or for the medic. Mm-hmm. Which just makes you invincible. And yeah. So you just fucking mow down people until your ammo runs out. Hmm. Yeah. I remember um I remember the only game that me and my friends got into a little bit that was like an FPS, just because it was so damn popular at the time, was whenever um, Black Ops 2 had dropped. Hell yeah. Because I feel like everybody had that game. Hell like yeah. you'd, you'd buy so many, you'd go down to GameStop and they always had some kind of bundle deal going on with it. And it was just, it was just fun to play. Yeah. And uh, we used to get on, and of course, I mean, we were just fucking menaces, like on the on, like on the online chat stuff. But you also had people that were really fucking annoying on there. Yeah. Sometimes you'd have kids with shitty mics that are just like being yelled at, at the, by their parents, or the people that have fucking music blasting on their mics. Yeah, I hated like is oh god. We would make it. Uh, me and uh, my group of friends when we would play, it was like mm-hmm. four of us. We would make it. We would find out who it is. Like, you know, you can see their name and the little icons going off. So we would just start muting people until we found the person who was playing the music. And hopefully they're on the other team. And if they are, we would just go after them (laughs) the entire game. Like, we would literally see someone else like, no, and just go after someone else. (laughs) But, yeah, just uh, there were so many ways just to, like, fuck with people in that game. Yeah. Like, just spamming uh, um, all of you just start using your uh, flashbangs on one person. (laughs) Yeah. That was always fun. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. But yeah, um, Halo was mine 
Like that's what really got me into first person shooters, really. Uh like competitive if you want to say. And uh yeah, my phone is active. What the fuck is up with our phones today? I don't know. Today's yeah. been fucking today's just been an anxiety riddled day <laughs> with a bunch of technical difficulties. Yeah. But yeah, like Halo was the one that got me into the more competitive side because me and a, a buddy of mine, um, I'll just use his, uh, his tag. He was a uh, he was Fatal Knight, mm-hmm. and I was Undead Hero. Uh-huh. And y'all motherfuckers caught these hands if y'all played like from us at least once, mm-hmm. and we were fucking good. <laughs> like we would always do like duos and stuff like that. Um, catch us on fucking Blood Gulch, and we'll run these hands. And yeah, we would just mop the floor with these motherfuckers. My favorite combo was always, of course, it's shotgun and pistol. That was mm-hmm. my combo. Just start blasting you with the shotgun or the pistol from long range and then just finish you off with a shotgun. <laughs> I would love catching people. Like, I'll, I'll kind of like, I wouldn't camp. I would just kind of like, just kind of snake my way back and forth between two spots because people would always come through these one way or like little areas sometimes. Yeah. And I'd just be, Goonch! and that's i kind of that kind of bled into my strategy in call of duty i would do the same thing i always carried a shotgun i wouldn't do like the shitty shotgun shield combo because that's just cheating to me like you wear the shield on your back so no one could shoot you in the back yeah you just sit in the fucking corner and wait Uh, that's just there's just no fun in that campers can go to hell play the fucking game and people like, well i am playing the game i'm sniping i was like all right fucking jason Bourne over here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking fucking shooter he thinks he's fucking uh what's his face uh uh the, the mark Wahlberg over here so i remember at one point <laughs> in time um i think you and one of your buddies had contacted me because you guys were like getting into dark souls a little bit and you were like kind of asking me questions like how do you do like how do you summon people into your world because it's oh, like because yeah. all the stuff in dark souls is super obscure you yeah. know but that's what made it kind of fun because you had to learn these like different things but Around, I, I believe it, it started getting, it started becoming a big thing in Dark Souls too. That started it, but there used to be this uh, online thing that you could do called Fight Clubs, mm-hmm. and Fight Clubs were so funny. And it's it, it uh, later on in Dark Souls three, they actually made a mode that was reminiscent of that, where you could have one v one, two v twos, with with, with uh, where you just get summoned into like a little arena place, and you basically like you know you would throw it down. So people, <laughs> so people wanted to play. You know, it's it's for people who want to play. Uh, what was that one game where you're the Vikings, the Samurais, and the Knights? Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck's that game called? Uh, oh, like For Honor? Yeah, it's, it's For Honor, but you still want to play Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, well, this was before For, For Honor became uh, a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the whole point of the, th- the thing was whenever you invade somebody's world, mm-hmm. you have a limited amount of flasks, right? And then... Um, you, your um your overall level gets capped at a certain level. Mm-hmm. So usually most of us would only make our characters up to like a certain level. I forgot what level it was. I think it was like 80, 85 around there okay. because you could keep going and make your character super like OP and like the normal game. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you jump into PVP, it gets capped. So it's almost pointless. Yeah, yeah. So when you'd go into PVP, You'd go into somebody's world and then people started figuring out that like, oh, wait, you can actually find a way to do this and go to certain areas repeatedly. 
And once they figured out that you could do this uh, in, in Dark Souls 3, there was always this little area that was like a bridge surrounded by lava, right? Okay. So people would kept meeting up there and then just basically said, fuck it, let's just do a cordial 1v1 duel, nice. you know? We're limited to the flasks that we have on us. Um, and then uh, you just duke it out. Mm -hmm. And it became so fucking popular, like online through YouTube and Reddit and stuff like that, that um, uh, when Dark Souls 3 came out, I mean, people were like releasing texts on like how to do certain characters. My character was, um, I used to carry like a massive, like, like a two-handed weapon, nice. right? And it's the slowest weapon in the game, but it also had the a hardest hit. Mm -hmm. So when you would land it, I mean, you would take like 90% of their health. And uh, and then I just um, maxed out like my defense. And then uh, my, um, I think also, um, I think you had to do poise in order, uh, poise or, um, or it might've been poise or vitality. I don't remember which one, mm -hmm. but basically I increased the stats to where I could wear the heaviest armors, mm -hmm. carry the heaviest weapons and be just tanky as hell, but I'm slow as fuck. Mm -hmm. But when I would like, you know, it would be super fun to fucking do. And then you'd run yeah. into like uh, characters that were all magic based or ones that were really speed based. And then you have some people do like some really goofy, like um, text. One of my t favorite texts that I did is I made a character that was all melee and melee is fairly weak in mm -hmm. the game, but you could find this one um, weapon that basically gave you fire fists and it had a punch combo where if you, or if, if you would do like RR, like, I mean, like R1, R1, R2, L1, R, R1, like you would actually do like almost like a boxing combo. <laughs> go, go, and ah. then, and then when you do your special, it would do a fucking lava uppercut and do like a hell of amount of magic damage. So you'd make your guy have high strength, but also a high magic in order to basically. Like as soon as you start the combo, as long as you don't fuck up the combo, it's like a one KO. Mm. It's like a it's like a one combo like kill. I like seeing the builds that people do. Like there was there's two that I like. Uh, one is like they uh, a group of people invade someone's uh, game, mm -hmm. and they all have that armor. It's like thorns. I forget what the armor is, but yeah, it's it's all the armor's thorns. Yeah, and if you roll into something, it causes damage. Mm -hmm. So all they're doing is just rolling into the person, <laughs> and it's just like tumbleweeds coming out of them. Like what the fuck. In Dark Souls 3, we used to do this one thing. It was called, uh, I think it was called like Cellar Door. Mm. So it's literally like your weapon is two doors and you put them together and make a massive door. And no damage cannot go through it. <laughs> you have to find a way to get around them and hit them in the back to do damage. Mm -hmm. So you have four guys that would fucking box people in and just get them stuck <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and then uh one of the moves for the door is just like a push and shove one so what you do is you'd corner them and try to get them to a cliff and just like push them off the cliff that's funny um the other one i liked was um it's everyone wore this um uh, a piece of armor and it would be like someone's wearing the torso, someone's wearing the helmet, someone's wearing an arm, an arm, a leg, and a leg. Yeah. And they would all like overlap over each other. So it looks like one character. And someone would come into the game and be like, all right, let's fight. And then the parts would go, and then you all just go after the person. <laughs> 
I remember the one we used to always mess with because you had emotes in the game. Mm-hmm. You had one emote where you could just like starfish on the floor, mm-hmm. and another one was like a squatting weight. So people would squat over the guy's face <laughs> as they lay down, so it looks like he's just sniffing his ass. <laughs> and um, I always used to do this funny thing where because my armor stat was like so maxed out. I, again, forgive me for veterans because I for, already forgot which stats contribute to what. But I could basically wear any armor in the game. Like yeah. nothing, nothing was too heavy for me. And I used to wear. Uh, there's this one armor set which is basically just a fat guy's body. Oh, it's the Onion Knight dudes, right? No, no, it was another one. It was oh, like okay. it was uh, it was like it was like gold and it had like a big Buddha oh, belly yeah, and like yeah, yeah. and like like you know Buddha tits and mm-hmm. stuff. But then I would pair it with a pair of pants that were the skinniest possible. <laughs> And then so it would like I think I have a photo of it on my phone. Nice. But it um I would just wait in corners squatting. So cause it would just look like you're just a little ball. Mm-hmm. And um because I remember I think I sent it to you back when I was playing. I was just like uh I was like PvP me, you pussy. Like <laughs> um, Yeah. But I like yeah, I fell off of Dark Souls a little bit. I mean, it's fun, but for me I'm like, eh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> but um, and I think that's the that was the beginning of when I started using my first like online name. Because um, ever since then, I just for some reason made a habit of naming all my online characters Hamhawks. Hamhawks. Yeah, because I just thought it was funny, and um, and then I also had other characters. Uh, I forgot what I named. I always named them something fucking ridiculous. <laughs> on, on Steam, you know, you can change your like, you can name, you can change your handle to whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Mine for the longest time was Coney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coney was the warlord in fucking Africa that was taking kids and making a child army. Oh my god! So I would go into lobbies and stuff and just be like in the in the comment thing, and be like playing, and be like, "Hey kids, you want to you want to go to camp with me in Africa?" <laughs> just doing stupid shit like that. And my picture was Coney, just like. Um, but i mean i remember um like with dark souls it was a little bit different you couldn't talk to people on online pvp because it didn't have like a voice like a public voice chat and stuff so you'd have to join like parties yeah in order to hear other people. And sometimes you'd meet some really cool people that are just really like enthusiastic about the game. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you run into a fucking like tech nerd that's just like, well, see, the best technique to do is use this weapon and you got to break it down by frames. And, Shut up, nerd. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, bro, I just want to wear all the fat suits. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, are you talking all these techniques? I'm still fucking dusting you. <laughs> which I understand like every game has its own like tech and stuff, but yeah. I feel like sometimes certain techs can ruin the fundamental like purpose of a game. Yeah, if you break the game to make it like, Oh yeah, this, this, this version of the character, if you do all this stuff, you don't have to worry about damage. You don't have to worry about attacking. It's like you break the game and you can just walk through it. It's like, that's, where's the fun in that? That's why I never got into Fortnite Cause the whole building oh, mechanics yeah. were so like people were getting to the point where like, like I remember the one of the first times I was playing, I was like, you know, running through whatever fucking area I see an enemy, and, and then just yeah, they yeah. just build a fucking castle, and like in less than a second, I'm yeah. just like, how the fuck are they getting so proficient at this shit? And I guess it, I I, I get it. That's a skill on its own, you well, know. It's easier for um, PC because what you do is you just hockey it, like mm-hmm. to pull out the stuff, and you literally point to the ground, shake your mouse while you're clicking, and 
building. So you just and your character's just like it doesn't. It's not pretty, but you're literally just building it up so we can get off the ground. I know recently they finally added like a non-building like like competitive mode. Yeah. But the thing is, the game is so far detached to what a lot of old school like mm-hmm. like players are into. But then again, I feel like a lot of newer games like. I I think battle royales are finally getting to the point where they're just losing their luster. I mean, yeah, like the only kind of battle royale I like. I mean, I'm gonna get shit for it because of course everyone fucking likes it. But it's the Call of Duty one, the Warzone. Mm-hmm. It's actually not bad. Like, I mean, there's shit in there. Yeah, sometimes it's kind of like, all right, this is dumb. You know what my favorite one was? What? The one that's uh, the one that started started it all. H1Z1. H1Z1 was so fucking fun. Was it H1Z1 or PUBG? They, they did it before PUBG. Oh, PUBG, they did? PUBG was the first one to only be battle okay. royale. But H1Z1 originally wasn't a battle royale, but they added that mode, and it was so fucking popular that everybody like was like, because originally, yeah. if you remember, originally thing no not yeah. to, not that but originally fortnite wasn't wasn't even like a fucking like online battle royale originally it was like a zombie survival game where you had to build forts in order to survive yeah. and you had a team of friends and the whole point was like can you outlast the swarm mm-hmm. the game came out and like nobody gave a fuck about it no one I, gave a I fuck. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and then they dropped Battle Royale mode, and then suddenly everybody was like, yo, this game's actually pretty badass. Yeah. And and that's... We, pl- we played it for a while, like me and uh, a few of my friends, and we were like, we literally played like three matches, and we we're like, this is fucking trash. Like, this is fucking annoying. Well, see, the success of Fortnite really happened because they understood how to gain a player base, and they realized, okay... The game that we re- released yeah. originally was not popular. So how do we get people to play? Well, let's give them a mode that that you can play, and then let's make our game free to play yeah. with microtransactions. And then we got Travis Scott in there, just a giant man, just dancing and singing a song that you could probably just watch a YouTube video. Dude, the amount of like characters they have now, it's so fucking yeah. ridiculous. What, Goku fighting uh, fucking... Uh, Superman and Naruto. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what? <laughs> Indiana Jones. And he has like a whip now mm. that he can, like he can use as almost like a grappling hook. I just like, I saw it was, you know, on YouTube, they do the ads in between the, like, or in like commercials and stuff in it now. Mm. You don't have fucking YouTube red, which uh, that's another gripe of mine. YouTube should never have become that. Um, it's just fucking trash now. Um, there was a trailer for like this new update for Fortnite. And the people are like liquid metal, so they're like Terminator, like T one thousand looking things. Yeah, and I was like, that's very unfair because it shows in the game what you can do is you can become the liquid metal on the ground and just slither your way to someone. And I'm like, that kind of just takes the fun out of it. Like, you if you if you didn't buy this, uh, like, like character pack, I guess. Yeah. Then you're at an extreme disadvantage because these people can just zip around you, and you're like, well, I can't fucking shoot them. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one of those it's a pay to play. It's a pay to win game now. Mm-hmm. Like if you buy the packs, if you buy the V Bucks or whatever the fuck they are, and you buy the new characters that have these little perks on them. Like I think Goku can he do like the Kamehameha? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like super OP, of course. Mm-hmm. But any character can use it. Oh, okay. But yeah. like it, you I think I, th- I think you can equip it as an ability okay. kind of thing. There's abilities now. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it gets more and more complicated Mm -hmm. as it goes on. And then also, like, 
I don't know. Okay, don't know. that's so, why that's why I like the war zone because yeah. you drop in. Everyone has a pistol, starting of course, and or you just go fisty cuffs on them, and uh, you find the weapons on the ground. It's the you find the crates, and depending on the color, it's either legendary or or a regular weapon, and then you can really you know change how you play the game if you go to one of the buy stations because you find money all over the game. You go to the buy station, buy the drop. Uh, loadout drop yeah and you can get your loadouts that you built so that way you are you know rocking what you usually rock in multiplayer and just clean up well one of my biggest grabs when it came to like online play was like later on when they became you know widely available and they're they're very accessible for like newcomers who Mm -hmm. want to like jump in and play and stuff but the extreme like cracking down on shit talking like yeah like like here's the thing i understand people deserve the to have a an experience to where they have full enjoyment right but i never understood the whole thing of like okay if you don't want to deal with people's shit talking then make a private party with friends that you that don't aren't going to treat you that way yeah. or you or yeah just completely get rid of the chat but apparently that wasn't enough because you know people were obviously since the beginning early years of online of course you have people saying like like hateful shit yeah. like hateful racist shit all the time right because it's easy to do it over the sake of like doing anything over the internet it's no different than like you know being on being some random fuck who's putting some racist shit on a YouTube comment. Yeah, and it's like it's dumb too because like yeah, you can take you can mute the people and everything. I, I think what they should do is make it an option to where you can hide your gamer tag mm-hmm. to make it like you know player blah 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 whatever like number or don't show anyone else's gamer tag unless they're in your party. Yeah, and because. I mean, people like I don't give a fuck, but some people do get offended when your clan name is Trump. Mm. Also, are you you don't have an original fucking bone in your body? You have to name your clan Trump. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Like me and my friends, we had a clan. It's called the SSIs. It's the Safe Space Invaders. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I but think like I- <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, the Safe Space Invaders. <laughs> no, uh, I was thinking back to one of the clan names that we had because i think you could also you could also make um you could make clans um and monster hunter yeah and uh our clan name was called the way the way yeah do you know the way way. (laughs) and so anytime we would be like fighting a monster we'd be all like that's where the spinning came from. yeah yeah Oh, God. And then uh, we one of our <laughs> one of our friends always played a female character. So when he would get KO'd, we'd be like, "My queen, like <laughs> my queen." <laughs> that was one of the of all the memes that come out. That's one of the funnier ones too. I fucking love that. Just the fat Sonic and fat Knuckles. Well, that hasn't changed much. You can do yeah. all the shit talking you want on VR chat. I mean, yes, you can still get reported for it, but for the most part, people expect it. Yeah, people expect you being doing some ridiculous. Well, they make uh they make lobbies now for like, hey, if you're if you shit talk, you're gonna get kicked out, and there's other ones. Like, hey, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I think it's the way it should be for most online games. But I feel like a lot of these companies just don't even want to fuck with it. They're just like, fuck it, we'll just ban you if you're being toxic and like perma ban you and whatever. Yeah. Well, it's because it's a bit of a liability, I think. Because if you start banning people for like, say, like people will start complaining like, oh, their thing says Trump on it, and they ban them. 
then you're infringing on someone's beliefs political beliefs or whatever. So then mm. that's against the law. So then your company is in the shit and then you can get fucking fine. And you just made this person rich. Then why don't you just like make it to where you have to like check off a box saying that you're okay with the things that are here. Kind of like signing a lot of people, a lot of the, like call of duty does that actually. In the new one, I saw, I was watching a video and people were like, it's kind of like, it it's kind of like, you know, if you join an amateur boxing fight, you mm -hmm. have to sign a waiver. Yeah. Because if you get your ass kicked, you can't sue the promotion. Yeah. Because you signed up for it. The same, I, I, I don't understand why the same thing can't be applied to that. And I, I know this, there's, there's been an issue also with, um, with streamers. Because mm -hmm. obviously you have some streamers that are considered controversial because they're shit talkers. They like, yeah. they talk, they spit big game, you know? And, you know, sometimes they rage online. Look, the only people who are streamers that should get banned are ones who stream shit that is widely inappropriate. Yeah. Like a good example would be like, you know, there's a case of like a streamer who forgot to turn off his stream and he, uh, you hear him basically like, you hear domestic abuse of his girlfriend oh, wow. in the other room. You know what the wildest one I thought was where this guy for the longest time was, he was a handicapped streamer, uh, um, who was well known in the community. Is he the one that stood up? He stood up. Yeah. He forgot to turn off his fucking camera and he stood up out of his wheelchair yep. and everybody was like, yo. Yeah. Oh, my shit like that. Like, and then also the thing, I get it. You're doing what you want to do. You want to, if you want to, you know, you're completely comfortable with your body perfectly fine do whatever the hell you want but these e-girl streamers streamers yeah that get all up in arms whenever some guy in the comments is like let me see them titties like i understand that you are comfortable with you what you're wearing but understand that you're gonna get these fucking assholes on there well i don't think they deal with it too much because now i know they can you can set up your we have moderators now. yeah you too. have moderators and you can also set up to your chat where if keywords are hit yeah. they will get banned you know regardless of how you try to do it yeah yeah i mean i remember um i just hate them when they go on youtube or on stream and they're like crying because like i don't understand why people are doing this is like I mean, half your titties sticking out, ma'am. I'm sorry. Like, it's there. Like, if you accidentally bend forward too much, we're going to see the whole damn titty. Like, you're going to get those creepos in here that are going to be like, let me see the whole damn titty. I remember for a while, they, like, you know, a lot of streamers that were doing that kind of, like, lewd content, you know, they got banned where you couldn't wear clothes on stream that was too revealing mm -hmm. unless there was a reason behind it so that's when they started a new meta called the fucking um the pool meta where they would their stream would turn from instead of them playing video games it's them playing video games but now in a mini pool wearing a bathing suit because they're like well i have to wear a bathing suit to be in the pool and they, <laughs> they found a way around it. i mean that's smart like that's okay hats off to you cool yeah but just you know Again, to me, it's just like, it's even like for the dudes, like these big, like, and I mean, I feel it's not a bigger problem for guys, but I mean, we men still do get ogled. Like there's some women out there that are creepers too. Like it's the same thing. Just don't go fucking crying saying like, I can't believe someone would do this. We all believe someone can do this. I'm sorry. The world is shit and we're all eating the shit sandwich together. <laughs> Joe, it sounds like you're victim blaming. Victim blaming? No, I'm fucking just annoyed. <laughs> no. I'm I'm just like a like I do not like putting up with people's shit. Like I'm 
I'm just like, well, I mean, have you ever thought I'm not fucking doing that? Like, do you yeah. a real job or something? I don't know. Like, to me, it's like, oh, this is my livelihood. Why would you ever do this to me? Like, people will get, like, stream bombed. Mm-hmm. And they'll put, like, <laughs> I love watching those videos. Like, guys, like, on there, like, I don't understand why they don't think it's going to happen. But they get sent to videos like, hey, check out this funny video. And they're all right, let's pull it up for everyone to watch. And, you know, it starts like a YouTube video. And it's like, oh, something funny. And then out of nowhere, it's just some dude getting fucking railed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then he gets <laughs> this stream gets shut down. And then they post a video on YouTube being like, I'm banned from streaming. I can't stream anymore. This was my my livelihood and stuff like that. I was like, I get it that now it is a means to get money. Yeah. But I would have a backup like me, I don't know why I thought about this, but I thought about that wine. Uh, that I mean, that vine of the guy where he's just like, "Oh look, you fell asleep, prank him, John," and you just hear, it. and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, I don't know. That's also another thing I hate. I would never probably really get into unless but, like streaming. Like we talked about it before too, uh, like just streaming. I can't really get into it unless, like, say we do it together, playing a game. Yeah, and we do a podcast at the same fucking time. I mean, I could definitely get into streaming, uh, um, but the thing was, I could not be a full time streamer because no. I think that's fucking ridiculous. Like you make something. I I would not. I love playing video games. Well, they've it's, they've already proved that that's extremely harm. Like like. It's extremely harmful because, I mean, literally, it's been documented. Like, a lot of these people are having mental breakdowns on stream, but they don't stop streaming because it's their livelihood. Like, there's been so many cases where, like, Ninja, who was, like, the biggest thing on Twitch for the longest time, where you see in his face that he's very upset. Yeah. Because people are trolling him consistently. People are fucking with him. And there's only so much that you can handle. I mean, I get it. Some people will say, well, just grow thick skin. This is what you signed up for. Yeah. But I mean, like, eventually it's going to get to you. Yeah. Like, and then they post a YouTube video. Watch my biggest mental breakdown. Did I really almost kill myself? <laughs> Click now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, that's just way too much. Like, I, like you, ma- you make something you love to do on your free time your job and chore now it's just a chore you have to play like you have to force yourself even on days that you really don't want to play like six hours of gaming and then you have to sit there and if it's just you you don't have an editor you Mm -hmm. have to sit there for another couple hours editing those doing like cutting out dead spots making it nice uh putting in like you know transitions doing whatever to make your video good yeah and then you have to put it out and then you have to keep making content if you're like like us at least we do the audio side and maybe when we start doing video and stuff yeah i mean that's gonna add a little more yeah but i mean if it's just audio cool you have to edit the audio you cut in bits in and out maybe you add an intro and an outro which we haven't done yet yeah and um that's later and I mean, yeah. to, to be fair i mean we both work full-time jobs we're yeah. doing this as a side project thing that you know you know it, it's we're hoping that eventually that you know it can garner a bigger audience but the thing is we can we're only we're only capable of doing so much in the time that we have available yeah. and as much as i want to go full fucking throttle into doing every little thing like you know like having a bigger social media presence mm-hmm. and having multiple social media presence to kind of boost our like views and yeah, shit like that you don't have the time for that really it's hard yeah. yeah and then also we're a little like i'm not going to lie i'm a little like technologically like dumb yeah because the thing is like i don't know how like because there's always like 
when you when you start diving into content creator, you don't realize there's so many things that are important. Yeah, it's all about the analytics. Because because back in the day, like before there was algorithms, you just post and hope that people found it. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, you have to know how the system works. You have to post at a certain time. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that it's like it's got certain things that make it more searchable and findable from other people. Yeah. And then also you have to appeal to your demographic. Yeah. And uh, which our demographic is twenty eight people now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like it's 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 just a lot of work. And like we just do this on, you know, the side for Fonzies. Yeah, eventually it'd be great. Like fucking cool if we can just do this yeah like we just sit around talking about whatever cool and get money off of it nice but at the same time i'm like that'll probably be a bit down the road where we get to that level like we maybe down like in a year or two we do get a little bit of money off of it but yeah. i don't think it'll be enough to quit our fucking job oh definitely not I, yeah. I think from what i from what I've read up, they said the only way you could ever manage to live off content creation is you have to make at minimum a hundred dollars a day. I mean, because yeah, that's in a week, that's 700. Yeah. And even then that's living, that's living pretty low on yeah. like the economic side. But it, let's, let's, let's do it. He said a hundred bucks a day, hundred bucks a day, seven days a week. That's 700. Then that would be about 1400, but that's before taxes. That'd be $2,800 a month before taxes. Taxes takes about around 20%. So 0.82. Yeah. Yeah. So you said 700 a week. Let's just do the gross. So 700 times 52 weeks. That's only 30. That's not even $37,000. Yeah. You can't live off of that now. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, not. It's hard. Yeah, you, I mean, you I mean, can you, live off of it. You but can it's manage. Hard. Yeah, you can manage. Yeah, like it could, it could be. It's basically considered like a low income job at that point. Yeah, but the point is to eventually turn it into where it can mm-hmm. be like a way of a means of like income. But I mean, shit. If we can like, I mean, in the future, if, you know, we keep our regular jobs and this becomes something that's like that brings in that much revenue for us. Mm-hmm. Then shit, that's like having a little side job on yeah. top of what we work, and we get paid for it. Fuck yeah, yeah. We would just it, have to worry all, about the taxes, and that's about it. Yeah, but it's also the thing of like right now, it seems like it's gonna take a while because one, we have to yeah. invest money into it. Oh yeah, because there's no way you can do it because you have to realize like in order to garner an audience, you have to be able to put funds to get it out there and then and this is how we segue into our patreon <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing though like i have nothing against people who use patreon obviously if it's an opportunity for us to use in the future in order to make like like more yeah. um to get more money towards like like providing for the studio and shit yeah like yeah that's awesome but there's so many people out there that have patreons that are literally just doing it to milk like whatever bit of like income out of people yeah. the 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 podcast that i listen to like when they do the patreons they at least you know give extra content or give discounts on merch that they might have or just give out merch like there's one it's like oh you give five bucks we'll send you a couple stickers yeah so and we're not like, even yeah. we're not even to that point right yeah. now we're still on the we're still on the like gotta get an audience yeah and i'm handing out cards left and right wherever i go yeah and not just that but like we one thing i've learned is like you can only get so much traction being audio only mm-hmm. and i feel like podcasts that stick to audio only format like they go through the real fucking grind yeah i mean it's 
they go through the real grind unless they already have some sort of established uh, background, something like uh, Dimension 20. They do, like, the video uh, of their podcast of them playing Dungeons & Dragons. So they yeah. have the video aspect and the podcast stuff. But I know a few of them do do podcasts that are just audio. Yeah. And the only reason they're able to do that is because they already have the video background to bring in the revenue for. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But that's why, like, uh, eventually we'll probably got video going on. But that's down the line. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, it's something that to be hopeful for and something that we're working hard towards. And people who have been listening to us this far, I mean, you know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, be prepared. Like, we do have things, like, in the works. Mm -hmm. Like, we're currently working on a lot of different things and a lot of different setups and ideas that hopefully can expand it. And, like, we've done a few things to try to help get our name out there. But the thing is, like, you're limited to what you have available to you. Mm -hmm. And you're also limited to what you currently are using. Like, for us, the best thing that we have going for us is that we have – very good audio equipment. Yeah. But we know nothing about videography. And because of that, that's a new learning curve that we're having yeah. to experience. And then once we get into that, then we get to jump into the wonderful world that is video editing and YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. And then also, you know, establishing like clips to put, put out there for people to find us. Because I feel like that's the best way to get any recognition nowadays mm-hmm. is that you have to be able to put that content out there and then see if people enjoy it. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you're putting out clips and people are just are not like caring, like, like, we get good feedback from our audio clips that like the one we like I posted today yeah. about like the whole story of like, you know, like uh, Halloween costumes and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people who've like listened to it, who I know personally who listened to the show, they told me like, oh, yeah, that was super funny. I can't wait to like um, listen to the full episode. <laughs> like, what the fuck's the Halloween stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> These fuckers only talked about Halloween for like 20 minutes. <laughs> And then uh, we started talking about Kanye. No, 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 no. It was it was thirty minutes. Oh, okay, sorry, thirty minutes. And then we started talking about Kanye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a hot topic right now. Okay. Yeah, that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, those. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. It's gonna be great. Um, but going back to video games, I'm just trying not to badmouth Kanye because why. What if he? What if he finds our content? And he's like, I want to be on your show, man. I'll go. Think about, I'll, dude. I would love to meet Kanye. That'd be fucking dope. I'm gonna ask him, like, like, yo, hook me up with some Yeezys, dog. Hook me up with some of them Yeezys. I don't, I don't personally want to buy them, but like, if just you to have them, them on the counter. No, no. If you give me a pair, I'll wear them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wear them, dude. At uh, the company I, I worked for, the I was when I was delivering like stuff. Yeah. Um, I went to a. Um, a manufacturer uh, over in uh, in a town close. I'm not going to say it because they could probably still get in trouble for it. Yeah. The town that I went to and it, I went in there and they make, you know, foam slides and everything like that. Yeah. And they had the one side of the factory completely walled off with like, uh, they put up uh, like portable fences and then they had them tarp so you couldn't see the other side. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? I got to get over there. So they had like a key card door. I had to get someone to key card me in. They told me you can't have your phone in there. I'm like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna give you my fucking phone. I have it in my pocket. Fuck you. Also, my I use a phone for work, so I have the work phone where you have to sign for your shit. So fuck you. They were making Yeezys, like the slow. The it was like the foam slide ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were making them there. Huh. Yeah, 
And I was like, these are the ugliest fucking shoes I've ever seen in my life. The thing I've heard about like those weird foam like Yeezys is that I know I know Kanye gets a lot of criticism for this, but like he essentially hunts down like young creators that have come up with a new concept and shoe, right? And the reason why Yeezys are so popular is because apparently they're extremely comfortable. Like yeah. they're very like fitting to the foot and they feel amazing. Like almost like, you know, you're walking on like very like, you know, high quality, like comfort shoes. Right. It says, yeah, that's the, that's the ones I'm talking about. From, so ugly. Yeah, they are. But from what I heard is that people who wear them say like, you have to wear them to understand that they are very comfortable. And I'm like, they look like some kind of weird art piece. But if they are comfortable, why not, like... Make them pretty. Yeah, yeah. like, give them a design that would be a little bit more, like, appealing to... I, I mean, there are... I mean, they're are, technically, they're already appealing to a big mainstream audience, because... Well, I, I think it's just for the clout. Like, that's all yeah. it's for. It's not that people actually think they're great-looking. Yeah. Like, even from an art standpoint, like, I'm trying to think of it like, okay, it's art. It's It's modern art, sure, but I wouldn't fucking put these in a museum if I was a curator. Yeah, but shoes are shoes is one of those things where like it's like on a different it's a different world. It's a different community. Cause think yeah. about this. Think about this. How many people buy a pair of Jordans and play basketball in them? They don't. No, I know. That's the other thing. I cannot that's the other culture I can't understand. Shoe the sneakerhead culture. Mm -hmm. I cannot understand it. Like you're buying all these shoes, I get it. They're like one of a kind or like they're only a certain amount made and shit like that. You're buying them just to put them in a glass box to have. Like, I I just don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's like. Although. I don't know. I although. Don't know. I just can't. Whenever that. they made those laceable Back to the Future Nikes. I want some of those. But I'm going to wear them. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. whenever they make some shit that's so fucking far beyond, like, any, like, collector shit, it's just kind of like, that would be fucking one of the biggest flexes to have. Yeah. It's like, dude, automatic, automatic laceable fucking Nikes, and they glow. Oh, you got them Jordans? I got them McFly's, all right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But a fucking, oh, God, it was another company. This, uh, it's Boot Company. I forgot who it was. Uh-huh. Uh, when Halo, the, the newest one came out, mm -hmm. uh, Halo... No, it wasn't the new. It was when Halo 4 came out. No, uh -huh. Halo 4. I don't know. Um, they made these boots that look like the uh, Troopers boots from the game. So, like, they were like, you put them on. When you they open up and you slide your foot in and they close around your leg. So, they're yeah. like high boots, steel-toed. They're like, they're fucking work boots. But they look like you were, like, from the future and shit. And I was like, I want a fucking pair of those. They were like $300 and they sold out. That's another thing that when talking about shoe culture, it's not just sneaker heads, yeah. but like, let's not forget that some people spend ridiculous amounts of money on just designer shoes. Mm -hmm. And while nobody in my family buys like designer shit or anything like that, but my brother at one point in time was collecting like very expensive Western wear shit. Oh, yeah. So he was buying, like, I remember one point in time, he was like saving up his money. This was before he even had a fucking car. And he was uh, telling me, he was like, yeah, I'm saving up for these boots, like these ostrich uh, skin boots or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. How much do they cost? And he was like, oh, they're around like 
six or seven hundred dollars. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Why? What are they made of? Ostrich balls? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately I was like, because at one point in time I was like, you know what? I would actually would love to have a pair of like really nice like going out boots. You know, I was like, how much does it cost to buy a pair of like crocodile skin boots? And then <laughs> I started doing some research and I realized that um, it's very expensive. It's illegal too now, isn't it? So America has found some companies have found a way around it. Oh my god! So I found this company that operates out of Texas mm. and they sell crocodile boots. So it is illegal to have them crafted in the U.S., but it's not illegal to craft them in, the, in Mexico. Oh my god! So they get they have a factory that crafts the boots. They're all made in Mexico, and then they get shipped over to Texas. But because of that, they're very expensive because yeah. you have in you have to pay customs out the fucking ass for those. You have an import tax now. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's why. Because more than likely, they're not spending more than like. I don't know. Like, I mean, then again, the cost of labor for most things are pretty like inexpensive. Cause I mean, like, like if it isn't like apparent now that it costs like pennies to make a fucking iPhone in China and then you put it up for sale for like a thousand dollars in the U S and I mean, the same goes for any piece of technology, you know? And sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Cause from what I understand is a lot of times consoles are actually worth more than what you're paying for them, but they make their money back through the game sales. Yeah. Which I always thought was kind of crazy, because think about it, because you're basically buying, like, buying a con- a new next-gen console, whatever, is usually, like, buying basically, like, a formatted gaming PC, right? Yeah. That's just a plug-and-play kind of thing, right? But you're losing money every time you sell one. But... You make money through the games because let's face it, for one console, the average like rate for games it's is like, like seventy bucks now. Yes, but I mean, like, what I'm saying is like for every console sold, on average, a person owns at least like four to five games at minimum. Yeah, you know, so it only makes sense that if each of those games cost enough to make more money. Uh through that revenue than the revenue that you gain through selling the consoles. Cause you're always going to sell more games than consoles. That's just yeah. a fact, you know? I mean, I mean, yeah, the game you, is moving units. Yeah. B- both, both of us being avid gamers, like how much money have you spent through the years on video games? Oh, so a much. lot. But then even now these console companies are making their money through subscriptions. Like I paid for the, uh, the PlayStation premium. It's like 18 bucks a month, but you get all these fucking, uh, free games now. Oh. So like you, I had you get access to like, uh, PS one, PSP games, PS two, PS three, PS four games, and then PS five gets like some exclusives as well, um, and they're all free. And then some of them you just stream. I can stream it onto my phone and then Bluetooth my controller to my phone and play on the go. Oh, um, or you can just the use the screen as a controller, which oh. is just really fucking hard. I have this a subscription to GameFly. <laughs> Still, (laughs) (laughs) guys, is it even around anymore? No, god, yeah, I don't think if it is, it's got to be for like rural areas that don't have internet. Like, there's no fucking well, then again, how the fuck would they even get the subscription? I I still have Game Shark, (laughs) I remember those old school like Game Sharks where it's like it on Super Nintendo. Um, it was a it wasn't even Game Shark then, it was like Nintendo Power, so it was a cartridge that you slide in first and then the game cartridge slides into mm-hmm. it and the cartridge has like cheat codes or like extra things on it that yeah, you can yeah, play yeah. for the game. 
That was cool. I always liked that. I remember because uh, people used to use those all the time on like like um, Pokemon games to get like every item maxed out and yeah. like and basically like unlock the Pokedex and all this other shit. I I remember um, Game Shark was always a big fucking thing. But I remember one of the things I used to love used to love as a kid was whenever you got a hold of a demo disc from like one of the gaming Fuck, magazines yeah. and you got to like try games before they came out, yeah. even if like. People used to steal the demo discs out of those. And then I loved whenever you would figure out like little secret stuff. I remember one of the things that uh, you and me used to do back when we were younger. And one of the Spyro games, if you punched in a certain code, you could play like a little skateboarding mini game. Yeah. Like, dude, that shit was so cool. And games don't really do shit like that anymore, which is upsetting. Yeah. They add, they, they're starting to add little Easter eggs here and there, but it's not like. You know, you can't, you know, do up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, your fucking character gets a thousand lives. <laughs> you know something that I thought was really cool, and I actually tested it, and it does work. If you ever go to Target or Walmart, and you see that little baby toy of, like, the, the gaming controller, they have a gaming control baby. It's like a Fisher-Price, like, a gamer controller, right? Yeah, yeah, That's got, like, little buttons that makes noise. If you do the old-school code, like the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start, it does a Mario Power power up noise are you serious yeah what yeah because huh. at first i was like i don't know if this is real but i heard it was real so i did it and i was like it didn't do it at first and i was like maybe i did it wrong so let me try it again so i did it like even i did it like i try to be like super accurate with it mm. and then as soon as i did it, it did the little i was like what that's awesome that's fucking cool but yeah i love just... i love like i love when people do like easter eggs like uh, shit like that the thing i miss more was or I mean, I wish they still, they kind of still do them, but now it's like super early and it's not really an event anymore. Midnight releases mm. for games. Like, I remember we went to do uh, uh, Halo 2 and Halo 3, uh, being a couple of my buddies. We did Halo 3 uh, at the at the gaming store over in uh, in, in Dawsonville, the GameStop. Yeah. And the, the workers were out there. They made like a fucking like grenade throw event. If you throw the grenade and make it into a basket, you get like a prize and they give you all this cool shit, like a little stuffed like toys, a grunt or like an, an action figure you can put on your counter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just handing out prizes. Everyone out there is just like losing their shit, like being like, fucking Halo, yeah. I don't even remember the last time yeah. I went to like a midnight release. I think the last time I went to a midnight release was back like when like Pokemon X and Y came out and mm -hmm. that was like back in like, I don't fucking remember that game. What came out in like 2011, 2012 yeah. around there. And, but that was like, that was like near the end of it because after that, it just became easier to be like, Oh, I can just download the game. Yeah. Download the game. And yeah. then at midnight it's playable. Yeah. Like, um, I just wish that they did cool shit again. Like, um, in the halo box, you can get the fucking master chief helmet. Yeah. And it, you can put it on. Yeah. Or, or there was one where it was just like a little model of it, so you couldn't put it on. And there was one that you paid like a couple hundred bucks for, and it was a wearable helmet. Dude. And then Call of Duty, um, I think it was one of the Black Ops, they gave you a set of night vision goggles, and they worked. They were shitty, but they worked. <laughs> one of the things I, one of the fucking predatory practices that the gaming industry oh, started, like me. through like GameStop and shit, were all these pre order bonuses bullshit. I fucking hated those things because they were, it was always trash. It was always trash. I remember one skin. I, yeah. yes, I remember one time. It, it, it's, it's so fucking stupid. So I, uh, I think at the time, like I used to be a huge, like huge assassin. Assassin's Creed fan whenever like the games were still like 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 during the Ezio era and then shortly after that, you know yeah. 
like some of the games were still good, but the, obviously, like they were just rinsing and repeating the same shit. Yeah, I'm playing like, through uh, Black Flag right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Black Flag is awesome. I actually, uh, because I, because I pre-ordered it, I got that poster. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's a um, poster drawn by um, uh, what's it? The, yeah, McFarland. Yeah. So yeah, I, I it literally came with the game whenever you pre-ordered nice. it. Which that was cool. I like when you get physical media yeah. as like a bonus. But it was like digital shit. Yeah, I'm not yeah. paying twenty extra bucks for this. And so, so I bring this up because one time I walked into a GameStop. This was like a, uh, I think it was the day that the Assassin's Creed Origins game came out, and that's okay. the one where it's like set up in like ancient Egypt, right? Yeah, it's like the beginnings and of it all. I yeah. saw that they revamped the combat, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to actually buy it, because I actually want to see like if it's even mm-hmm. better, you know? Because I haven't played a... I, I, I Black Flag was the last one I played. After mm-hmm. Black Flag, they released Unity, which was a piece of shit of a game. Like the It was very pretty, but the game fundamentally just had shitty combat. It was yep. glitchy as fuck. And, All know, those games have been glitchy as fuck. Yeah, but no, but this one was like a new level, like like where sometimes it like character, like people would just appear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You would collapse into buildings. Sometimes your character's face was gone. That's where the whole like mm-hmm. floating eyeball yeah, 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 meme yeah. came from, you know? Like, because Ubisoft has always been known for releasing games way too early before patching shit, right? That's another thing, too. These companies nowadays, like, I remember when, uh, when fucking, uh, what's that game that came out? Cyberpunk. Oh, All the God. hype behind that. Like, I fucking wanted the game. I was about to uh, pre Although, I heard they made a huge comeback. I heard, like, they fixed the game super well. That but now it's it a little too late, though, I think. A lot of people yeah. only fell off of it. Like, I mean, I'm st- I still want to get it. I hear it's still a little great game. But, like, that I just the- sucks. They over-promised and under-sold completely. I did hear the anime is really good. I didn't see it. They have a cyberpunk anime on Netflix. I yeah. heard it was really good. I haven't watched it yet, but it looked interesting. Mm. Um, but anyways, uh, so I walk into this GameStop, right? And I'm like, I would like to get a copy of the new Assassin's Creed origin. Right. And he's like, Oh, did you pre-order it? So you can get the pre-order bonuses. You get an exclusive weapon and like skin and all this. And I was like, no, I don't want that garbage. Yeah. And he literally looked at me and he's like, what? He's like, I don't no, I didn't pre-order it because I didn't want any of the pre-order bonuses. Yeah. He's like, what? You didn't want any of the free stuff for pre-ordering? I'm it's like, not free. Uh, <laughs> Like I, I didn't even go there. I just said like no because majority of the time, whenever you get a pre-order bonus, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit like yeah. weapons that are only good for like the first few hours of the game, and then you'll eventually find something way better. It's yeah. just a waste of time to even bother with it. I'd rather just use the assets that already come in the mm-hmm. game. And then he literally looked at me like, like I just demolished his religion or something. He was like, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm calling the store manager. <laughs> Call him. I'll tell him the same thing. But um, yeah, I I got Assassin's Creed like this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on sale. It was like ten bucks on the yeah. on the PlayStation Network. So I was like, hey, I'll buy it. And it was the the one that that has all the um, like packs and everything that came with it. Mm-hmm. It was ten bucks. I was like, I didn't you know spend an extra dime on this. Yeah, I'll get all the extra shit. Uh, it you know it immediately gives you all like all the new all the weapons it gives you and they're like oh super powered and stuff like that. After you beat the like the prologue part of it in the beginning, you know like it's kind of like the first part of it, and then you start playing the actual game where you're in like the big uh, city like Cairo, never wherever you're at. Yeah. Immediately found better weapons. 
Yeah. Like, immediately. I was like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> At least I, you can sell them and get money. So <laughs> I know a lot of people hyped up the Assassin's Creed like Valhalla game because it's all like Viking and stuff. But I I'm like, it wasn't great. Honestly, I didn't get it because I just got sick and tired of all like these games jumping on Viking shit. Yeah. So many games like the only game that I the only Viking related game that I thought was any fucking good was the new God of War. Hell's yeah, it was. It was so fucking good. Did you and play through it? Yes, I played the whole thing. Yeah, it was fucking it was amazing. Fucking awesome. It was a great fucking game. They yeah. did it right. You know why? Because they implemented the lore into the story, which yeah. is great. But people thing, are over there being like, "This is not right." It's not. It's like, of course, it's not right. Did you ever play the other God of War games? I mean, if you looked into history about the Vikings, a lot of it is a lot of the like the depictions that we have of it is very inaccurate. Yeah. And um, another thing, uh, another thing was like I just didn't think it made sense. Like assassins that are also vikings like now you're just grasping at straws at this point yeah, i mean but but they just did announce a new one that takes place in feudal japan now that fucking makes sense yeah ninjas yeah exactly 100 yeah. percent. so of course i'm gonna want to fucking play that game yeah. i mean fucking i don't weeb. i don't have a fucking <laughs> system but i mean i'm gonna there's a you don't have a ps4 anymore uh no the one i, ha I currently had was my brother's because mine uh, mine's okay. fried Oh really? Literally, if I if I plug it in and turn it on, oh yeah, you the fans go and then cut off, that. and then the whole then I get the red I get the red light. It's because my you can fix that, you know that, right? I just I just think it's burnt out, dog. Because I even opened it up, I cleaned out the fans, I did all the shit that you're supposed no, like, to. You can, you can buy the fans online. Hmm. No, I don't yeah. think no, I don't think the fan is like burnt out. I just think my system finally just kicked the bucket. Uh, okay, like I finally fried it. Because I have the, I have the I have the original the the one that came out. Because I bought my the big one. Uh, yeah. Because like, I I have the slim. Yeah, no, yeah. mine's mine's not the slim. I bought I bought my, I bought my PS4 like, on like the second year that it was out. So, I bought my PS4, uh, when I was living in Houston. As soon as I got, <laughs> bless you. Excuse me. But as soon as I got my apartment down there, the next paycheck, <laughs> after work, I got my paycheck. I went to go cash it. I went to Best Buy, mm -hmm. and I bought a TV, and I bought a PS4, and I bought um, Destiny. And I wasted all of my paycheck on that. <laughs> and uh, that's when I started. Uh, uh, that's when I was dating Hannah at the time uh, when I first started. And she was like, hey, uh, is, did you want to do anything uh, this weekend? I was like, nah, I don't got any money. She's like. We just got paid because we worked in the same company. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I bought a TV and a PS4. And yeah, she's like, oh, how much was it? Like 200, 300? I was like, no, it was my whole paycheck pretty much. She's like, do you not have groceries? She's like, I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> I had ramen, Vienna sausages. Oh, uh, my God. Box macaroni and cheese. God, can you stomach Vienna sausages? I fucking love Vienna sausages. I can't eat them now because it's way too much salt and it fucks with me. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know what it was. I could never get into the taste. Like, uh, don't I mean I I always loved like frying me up like a slice of spam, Hells like yeah. a spam sandwich. Oh my god, spam sandwich with egg, like a fried egg, spam, cheese. Mm. Or whenever you do fried, uh, if you did fried spam, but you had a little extra money, so you got tortas instead. Make a spam torta, uh, and you put you put uh, you put some fucking like avocado in there yeah. with some fucking do, uh, with some fucking hot, uh, pickled jalapenos. Oh, uh, forget about it. I would do uh, 
make a ramen like on the stove. Yeah. And then just fry up some spam and put it in the ramen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the like the Japanese do. Yeah. I mean I I love shitty food, but yeah. I'm trying so hard not to like fall Same. into the temptation cuz like you don't realize how much fucking sodium is in half this shit. No, you I think the serving size is like one sausage. Of those little, like, <laughs> Vienna sausages. <laughs> I think it's just one. Who the fuck just eats one? Yeah, I eat two of those cans. <laughs> He's like, mm, 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 mm. and my dogs are like, hey, give me some. I'm like, I'm not going to give you because your kidneys are going to shut down. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. Oh, excuse me. But, yeah, fucking. I mean, what? I'm guessing hot dogs can't be that much different, right? It's it's just the way they're made. Yeah. It's just shittier quality. <laughs> But um, I mean, Although, at least uh, hot dogs go bad. Yeah, Vienna sausages last for like three years. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I've I've bought like a pack of like turkey dogs before, and they're actually not that bad. Yeah, they're all right. They're pretty good. I mean, if you, I mean, I still fry them, but I mean, yeah. they're still good. Like, <laughs> I fry them up, put some wheat, uh, put some eggs in them. Yeah, make some egg weenie sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I don't do like. Do you put ketchup on yours? On what? On your eggs and weenies? No. Yeah, so my cousin does. I'm like, what well, dude? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, I remember um, our our our, uh, our cousins used to eat their eggs like that all the fucking time. Yeah, they put. Yeah, it's just so gross. I mean, I do I do put ketchup on huevo con migas. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have a odd relationship with ketchup. Like, I don't <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I don't like. I like. Here's the thing. If I would buy a burger and the burger had ketchup on it, I'll just eat it. Yeah. Say nothing about it. If I get to select what I want on my burger, I never put ketchup on it because I would just prefer not to have it. Huh. Um, also, if I get a hot dog, I put mustard on it. Maybe chili if that's available. Maybe some slaw. Never ketchup. I fucking hate ketchup on a hot dog. I don't. I. I don't know. But I enjoy ketchup. Like I enjoy dipping my fries in ketchup but if you put ketchup over my fucking fries go fuck yourself no yeah only fucking idiots do that you can't trust someone who puts ketchup all over their fries you know what you know what this still irks me to this day what so i used to when i used to <sighs> one of my first jobs right yeah i, I worked at like a, a poultry plant and uh you know a lot of dudes, you know, we, we work night shifts. A lot of them, you know, they get fast food before they come in. Yeah, yeah. They have, they, they just leave it there for our break to come. You know, our break is always like three hours or four hours into the shift, right? Yeah. And uh, these guys, um, these uh, these guys would always hit up this Burger King right up the road, mm -hmm. right? You know, I love Burger King. I don't mind Burger yeah. King. I literally just had Burger King a second ago. Like, you know, you're just, welcome. Just some fries. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, I love I love Burger King fries. Those thick cut fries are fucking great yeah i enjoy them i know a lot of people are always you know going back and forth i kind of fell out of mcdonald's fries mcdonald's fries are good if they're fresh yeah yeah only if they're fresh but sometimes you get them and they're soggy as hell or, or they're old or and yeah, hard. yeah yeah old and hard that, i've always liked burger king burgers more mm -hmm. yeah they just have a better taste dude a fucking a fresh ass rodeo king oh with the jalapenos or if I, if they don't have the rodeo king available, then I'll get the bacon king. The bacon king's always great. I just get a double whopper. Keep it simple. Yeah, double yeah. whopper's great too. I mean, I've I've I always get diarrhea afterwards, but it's fucking worth <laughs> really? it. Really, like, I don't. I don't know what it is. Something about that broiled beef like fucks up my stomach. Hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the way it settles. But anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're fat asses. <laughs> there's this one guy who every time he would get Burger King, mm -hmm. you know. 
He'd get his burger. He'd unwrap the paper, right? He'd eat his burger, and then he would dump his fries onto the paper, yeah. right? And then he would get ketchup put over it. First red flag. Mm-hmm. Then he would also do mustard and mayo. Now, see, I'll do ketchup and mayonnaise, but on the side, and make and mix it up and make the special. Yeah, sauce. fancy sauce. Yeah, but on top of it and mustard. Not mixed, nothing. Just like like uh, zigzag this way, zigzag this way, and what, zigzag this way. What was he, Mexican? Yes. Yeah. He just probably doesn't know how to eat fries. <laughs> you know what's funny? He oddly reminded me of my father. Like he he literally had the same facial features of my dad. <laughs> it's just your dad wearing a mustache on top of his mustache. No, no. I already knew it wasn't my dad because he was even shorter. <laughs> Like he was super like my dad was already short, which I thought was funny because yeah. like I ended up being like the tallest one in the family, which I mean, we don't really like given that I'm only six two, like we don't have that many tall people in our family, you know, but for me, yeah. I am the tallest at six two until somebody surpasses me. Um, I'm assuming that my children are going to be giant. Daddy's tall. Yeah, he is, but I'm taller than him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The only I think the only one. That comes close to my height is my brother. And my brother's only like an inch or an inch and a half shorter than me. Okay. He's he's pretty close. But I mean, me and him have two completely different builds. He's a lot more like yeah. he's a lot more skinnier, like lanky build. Yeah. I mean um, shit, once I lose his weight, I'll probably get a little taller. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, it's because I'm literally pulling myself down to the ground. Uh yeah. gravity. Yep. But um yeah, lose a little weight, you gain Maybe like an inch or two. Yeah, but this guy also was such a fucking... <laughs> he used to annoy the shit out of me. Because <laughs> he... Like, you ever heard guys say some over-the-top, like, machismo shit to where you're like, all right, chill out. You know? This guy was, like, probably five foot three, you know? Well, I don't wipe my ass because I don't touch ass. And I remember after, you know, you'd eat your lunch, you'd go outside. Most guys outside are yeah. all, like, you know... Like grabbing a quick smoke before we have to go back to work, right? So I'd be back out. I'd go out there, get a quick cigarette break, right? He'd be out there too with some of the other guys, and he'd be talking some fucking dark shit. Like I remember one time he was talking about like, yeah, I just found out that my dad died, but I mean, like, I wasn't able to see him because he's all the way home. But I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't even think I could cry if I wanted to. I don't think I'm capable of crying. And then I'm just like, you need a hug, bro? Like. <laughs> <laughs> You should just walk to them, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Although, some of the Hispanic dudes that worked there, they mm. always did some funny fucking shit, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> they did some stupid shit. So, you're working in a plant with where you'd get these bins that sometimes still had raw chicken in them, yeah. right? And the shit they did was so ridiculous. I remember like all of us had like these aprons that we'd wear so you mm-hmm. wouldn't get your clothes wet because you're working with like um hot water and shit that like power washed yeah, like yeah, the yeah. things that we'd um clean, right? And um uh the aprons um had like these shoestrings that you attach to them and then you tie behind you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or you could wrap them around you, whatever. Oh, yeah. oh shit, I hit the bookshelf. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> all the curvies was like ah! Yeah, I need. I probably should scoot my desk a little forward, but I'll do that later. Um, 
And uh, they used to always do this thing where they would find like a drumstick of meat, right? And if someone left their strings too long, they would tie it to the <laughs> string. So they start walking and they're just dragging a piece of chicken, a raw piece of chicken. And they'd just be like, God damn, what's my fucking apron? Like, what am I yanking on? And they just see like a piece of chicken just like laying there. That's like, funny. And then um, sometimes, dude, they loved gambling. They loved gambling. Like, so many times on their breaks, they would break out dominoes and bet money. Nice. And then I remember one of the funniest games they used to play is that they would play this game with quarters, right? So you'd, you'd go um, you'd go to the gas station um, and then um, get, like, a roll of quarters. Like, just, like, get $5 worth of quarters, right? Yeah. And they'd go back. And what they'd do is they would find a crack in the pavement, like, on the front road, right? Mm -hmm. And you'd all stand on the same line, and you'd have to toss the quarters to the line. And whoever got the closest to the line without touching it won all the quarters. Yeah. So you're the winner, and you're over there, ha, 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 I'm just picking all the quarters Yeah, up. yeah. It's, it, was, it was so fucking goofy, but, like, they love doing this shit. And I remember when I worked for another business, the business you also worked for, I'm not going to name them. You already did earlier. Uh, did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, too late now. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'll, I'll blur that shit out. But anyways, <laughs> um, we worked with a bunch of Hispanic dude. Dude, they fucking love gambling. So anytime a boxing match came around, you have the guy coming around with the piece of paper. It's like, who's, mm -hmm. who's got money on the fight tonight? You know? Yeah. And then they do it. Um, they would have uh, soccer leagues. Mm -hmm. So uh, so you'd, um, you'd get a card and you'd basically like... Um, this one's going to win. This one's going to be a tie. This one's... Uh, the other one's going to win, you know? And... Uh, you'd basically have a giant pool of money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I they they went as far as keeping this pool not just in our company, but in two other companies. <laughs> so the prize pool would be like two grand. Nice. Like it would be fucking ridiculous. And then sometimes that wouldn't even be enough. They'd be like, man, who's trying to make some money? Who wants to do a foot race? So what we would, <laughs> so what we would they, they would go to the back of the building, right? Yeah. And then they would uh, they would they would always do it by category, right? So first you had the two youngest like athlete guys okay. race, right? And then after that you'd get the two oldest guys to race each other. Then you get the two fattest guys to race each other. <laughs> we bored. Just we're just bored. <laughs> then they got the two fucking they got the two most handicapped guys that are like fucking like are you fucking serious? <laughs> they fucking what the fuck? Like they were like, hey, this guy walks a little twinkle. Who else walks a little who else walks with a limp? Like that guy, let's get the fucking race. Just goes over. What? <laughs> You're it's racing like, today. What? <laughs> you trying to make some money? No, I mean, like, if you participated, you would get a cut of the pot, right? Mm. But obviously. <laughs> or if you lose, they take him out back. It's like, well, he's already lame. So, you know. <laughs> it was so fucked up, dude. It was so fucked up. That's but funny it, shit. It, it was, uh, it's just the shit. Like, I feel like it's one of those, like, immigrant things where, like, to them, it's just another fucking day. Yeah. We're just trying to have fun and make some money. And other means, it seems inappropriate to them. They're just like, nah, it's funny. They're yeah. having fun. I you mean, know? if they had the fucking option, they'd be having two fucking roosters well, out there. That's back. the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> they never forced anybody, right? Like, they, no, they, they, they didn't. They didn't. Because they were like, who wants to do it, right? And the majority, if you were there betting, more than likely, you wanted a piece of the action. Yeah. So, because the thing is, um, they didn't always, uh, they didn't always just do like crazy foot races. Sometimes they would also play soccer. Oh yeah. So yeah. sometimes they would just do like a quick, like, um, 
Like, obviously, we only had, like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes for our lunch break. So a lot of them would eat their lunch during their first break. So during their long break, when they're clocked out for lunch, right, they would go in the back and they'd play a quick, like, um, uh, a quick... Like a little uh, scrimmage or something. Yeah, yeah. a quick, uh, quick thing. And basically... Uh, because you're under a time limit, they would just do uh, first goal wins pot, right? Okay. So everybody basically, let's say you have, um, you have, um, I don't know, like six players to a team. Everyone throws in five bucks, and then you win five bucks if you win. If if, well, if your you team win wins, ten bucks if you win. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah, it's it, cool. You it, double the money. Yeah, you double your money. And then, of course, if you want to go more competitive, I mean, you could do like an over-under kind of situation yeah, 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 yeah. and shit like that, you know. And there's, I, it's all, it was always the same guy running the bets. It was like this older dude. It, it was funny. He's the bookie. Yeah, he was the bookie. Dude, he, no <laughs> lie, still had a mullet, thick-ass mustache, randomly had like a rat tattoo on his arm. <laughs> yeah, and he went and he used to go by, um, I think his name was, uh, they used to call him Chilango. Chilango. Yeah, because he was a Chilango. Yeah. And um, which um, for people who don't know what that is, that's essentially like an inner city Mexican, yeah, you know, yeah. like that. that is your street Mexican from Mexico City. Yep. And uh, I mean, he fucking talked like it. He talked a mad fucking game. And then because um, all the time he was trying to make money all the time, like he on uh, different days, he's selling plates of food on different days. He's setting up bets. On, he's sucking dick in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure there was, I, I mean, not that, but I'm saying like, I'm sure there was some, I'm sure there was some illegal activity going on because I mean, again, like some of these guys, like the grind is never ending. Yeah, someone's slinging some some rock, you know. Yeah, like like people people just do what they can for the means yeah. of survival, and a lot of these guys, I mean, they're working there, probably with like little to no documentation mm -hmm. and then they also have their families to provide for so i mean who the fuck am i to judge you know yeah. if i was in the same situation i'd be fucking doing the same i mean i'll be in foot races every fucking day like <laughs> put me in coach <laughs> <laughs> but oh god that's funny i didn't know that that was happening there well, i mean i worked in the office so yeah yeah i worked with the whites oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 and now all they did was like potlucks uh lunches and shit like that yeah which was kind of weird because like at the same time they'll be like we'll get the the, they're like, oh, we'll get some of the production company. Do you remember at one there. point in time they didn't have a translator, so I had to do it? Because I was one of the few people that worked really? in the building that was bilingual. And you already, you've heard my Spanish. Yeah, my Spanish no, was what terrible. What the fuck? They had the two fucking HR guys. That was guys. before you came here. Yeah, they had the two HR guys. Uh, The big fat guy and then the other guy that's like the proper Mexican. Oh, no, he, he, um, see... See, I worked there for like the total of five years. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't come around into like year four. Because mm. remember, when you st when you started being there, I was like on my final year before I dipped out. Yeah, I think you left like a month or two after I started working yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I stopped by like the new facility whenever that was built and to mm. say like hi real quick because I was picking up like my last paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just in the front talking to like that one chick. The receptionist girl? Yeah. Yeah, she got fired. Uh, did she? Yeah, because they were letting everyone go. And she was like one of the first people that got let go because like, oh. well, we don't need a receptionist. We'll just they had um like just random people from the office just working it, and it's kind of like well we have our jobs to fucking do too. So, yeah, yeah. I used to go in there all the fuck uh, in the offices like um b before um uh back when she used to work there and I used to talk to her like all the time. We just mm -hmm. shoot the shit and stuff, right? And I <laughs> I you know try to 
uh, I tried to hit her up. See, what what you doing later? You know, oh, you're married. Fuck. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, she was married. It was weird. Yeah, I remember that. She was thick though. Oh, the first time I was, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Are single. you white? I was. I was single at the time, <laughs> yeah. so I, I was. I was breaking the sweat every time I was in there. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, like, you got some black in you. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn girl. <laughs> She was really nice, though. She was, nah, really, she nice. was really cool. And there was also that other guy there. Um, there was another dude that worked in the offices that had, like, really long hair. Me and him were pretty um, tight because... Um, oh, they got rid of him. Oh, did they? Yeah, that was, like, before I started working there. He uh-huh. was there, like, when I interviewed. And then by the time I started working there, he was gone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think he was, like, just... I think they found him, like, smoking weed or something like that. Oh, yeah, they used to smoke weed at work all the time. Yeah. But, I yeah, mean, fuck, in him. the parking lot, we used to fucking have coolers of beer and shit. Like, all of us were doing fucking shit we weren't supposed to. Yeah. I remember going on break one time and drinking, like, a tall boy Budweiser in a fucking van full of guys, and some of them were doing bumps of Coke in the front. I Jesus probably shouldn't say Christ. shit like this. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> hey, I didn't, do any, I didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine's illegal, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, <laughs> this is where your anxiety comes from. <laughs> You're just jonesing for a bump. Dude, what would be so funny sometimes, like, we would go back and, you know, I'd be a little tipsy just from that beer because, I mean, it's hot as fuck outside yeah. and it's hot as fuck in the building, right? But some of these dudes will go hard yeah. and they'll come back drunk as a motherfucking dude. They'd be there like... Fucking like <laughs> just like looking around like are you good fucking crack panels everywhere <laughs> dude we had a, i remember one time we had like this panel on a thing and uh my boss was one of the guys drinking out there and he got fucked up he got fucked up he like when he came back in there he was like trying really hard to stay like sober right and he wasn't paying attention he stepped on one of them and cracked it and he cracked he cracked it but he didn't notice and then he comes back later looking for one he was like all right this is the one we need oh, fuck it's broken who broke this shit and we're like you did he was like oh fuck like, <laughs> yeah, the, them fucking panels are expensive i was seeing all the prices up top and i was like yeah the thing was uh i mean you'd have ones break on you all the fucking time yeah. those big ass ones that you'd have to pick up dude like you had to pick it up in a certain i remember i still remember the technique on how we used to pick it up like you had to be like you almost had to swing it and you had to balance the weight on your palm and hold oh, it perfect and the thing is dude i built up such a fucking good grip strength working there um but the the thing was like it would murder the yeah. circulation on your fingers and on they your were hand heavy. Yeah, they were heavy yeah. as a motherfucker. The new and, plant, they uh, had all these like fancy swings and everything. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. when they when they had that set up, it made it so much easier. But they were still breaking them all the time because the thing is, sometimes if you don't like smooth out the marble perfectly, mm-hmm. uh, if you left if you left a little area in like the middle just a little bit too thin, that pressure would cause it to crack, and you would get that all the time. And uh, the, the problem with that material. Uh, the way that, the way they make it there yeah, is yeah. you can't recycle it at all. Yeah. So they it just, just sucks. Yeah, so they, it's just a lot of wasted material. Yeah, they just dump that shit. They yeah. just dump that shit in a fucking yard and bury it. This is now a marble podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> before we get sued. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fucking. Uh, We're off topic again. Yeah, we are. Well, I mean, with that job, I was able. I like. Working in an office again, I'll kind of get home, kind of be burnt out. And that would make me want to play games again. Um, but I like playing the, like, games I play now are the, um, they're not online. It's like the side-scroller games they're making again. Like, they're almost like 
16 bit or 18 8 bit uh, <sighs> pixel games like uh, Blasphemous. Yeah. That game's fun. Uh, or other games like. Uh, oh, yeah, I have that game. I don't think I ever finished it. It's fun as shit, though. I love that game. It is really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why I didn't. I think I just fucking forgot. What was the other one? It's. um. Uh, it's like you play the little character with like the little white horn mask. Oh, uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow, Hollow Knight. Knight is one of the yeah. best fucking the music like, in that game. It's one of the best Metrovania like roguelikes out yeah. there. It is so fucking fun. Yeah, and I, that. but it is punishing. Like, bro. Yeah. Like it's that old school feel where like it's hard. That's how you make it like. But like, Long. but also like it it brings it brings like one of the, my favorite things that video games do, and it has like, it has environmental storytelling, mm-hmm. which I always think is like one of the most important things that a game should like focus on. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is, like, you don't have to be slammed with like stories and lore like like forced like a lot of old games are really bad about that yeah, well, we're looking at you metal gear solid oh my god I what mean, was it the fucking uh the one that came out on ps3 um uh guns of the patriots i think so it's when you're like in the desert i don't know but it has a oh fucking... oh no, no no you're thinking of uh, metal gear solid 5 the the phantom pain yeah i think so there's a five or like a yeah it's, the, it's a movie in the end red robot arm is that the one? The one before that. Oh, then that's Guns of the Patriots. Okay. Is it? Yeah. It's old Snake. It's yeah, yeah. old Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have like the suit that like changes. Yeah, I think that thing. game had like a hour long cutscene in it at one point. The ending was a movie and it had checkpoints. Yeah. Yeah. I never beat it because I was like, yeah, fuck that. Because yeah, it's... well, it was supposed to be the final like coup de gras of the series. Because Hideo Kojima, I think, was basically done with that series. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because Metal Gear is such a successful fucking series that they did a spinoff, which was the Metal Gear Rising game. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then after that, they're like, you got to make another one. And he made the Phantom Pain. But he didn't even fucking was he wasn't even able to like fully finish it. Yeah, because they kicked him out of it. Didn't well, they? Konami was like was really bad about like. Like their work crunch was mm-hmm. all, like like fucking terrible. Yeah. Like they used to keep motherfuckers locked up in that building for like a long period, like long stints of time. And um, I don't know. Like I don't know how the fuck they got away with that shit because the thing was like they they published a lot of big games, not yeah. just the Metal Gear series. They took that IP away from them, I think, didn't they? Well, they or have. Who a- was it? It was the the Silent Hill one. Who made Silent Hill? Um, was it Hideo? No, no, no. So, so here's the thing. No, he was working on a Silent Hill game for another company. Yeah, right. They caught wind of it, and they were like, "No, mm-hmm. you work for us." Yeah, and because of it, it basically like didn't have like any direction, and eventually, it just like got lost with time or some shit like yeah. that. That's that, it was that that, uh, that PT demo. Yeah. Which I yeah. think is fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, that shit oh yeah. that shit was fucking rough. But uh, I hear that he's actually coming out with something now. It's supposed yeah. to be like a revamp of Silent Hill. Well he did release that one game Death Stranding that got really mixed reviews. A lot of people who are hardcore like Hideo Kojima fans yeah. love the game because it's got a lot of storytelling. Like, storytelling yeah, yeah. in it. But for most people, they were just like, "What are? What am I? A fucking delivery boy? Like, yeah, pretty much." Norman Reedus, like, you asshole. What's yeah. with the baby? Like, 
I'm still going to have to play through it just to check it out. From my understanding is that it it's just one of those games where like you have to dig deep to really appreciate it. Yeah. And also See, I like games like that. Like um the one that I I'm You can murder playing. monster energy drinks in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that too. But uh there was um Did you ever play No Man's Sky? Um the only time that I ever played that game was at a friend's house when it first came out. And yeah, that it game, sucked. That game was terrible. Yeah. The they completely, you know, fixed it. I, I started playing it. It's great. It's fucking. It's fun. I love it because it's literally you. It puts you in like the alien universe, and you're just discovering planets. It, it's kind of randomly procedurally generated, so you just you can find a planet that's completely desolate or one that actually has life. Um, and on all the planets. They have uh, these like old ancient like monoliths and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or like little rocks everywhere, and you learn ancient languages off of it, like alien languages. Yeah. So when you talk to the aliens in the beginning of the game, uh, at the space stations you can find, you can't understand them ah. at all. They'll be like, and your like character in the little box on the bottom be like, is like your character will be like, I don't understand a word they're saying, um, and you can either do something. And you'll get a response, and they'll be like, "Oh, the care, uh, the their response sounded angry, mm. or their response sounded happy." They click their things together and make a happy sound. But then you find all these monolith things, and then once you find a lot of them, you'll start seeing words popping out, and you're yeah. able to piece it together a little better. I got far enough into it to where like it's as if I'm talking to someone who knows like a basic vocabulary of English. Yeah. So like, it'd be like someone who an American talking to someone who speaks Spanish and mm-hmm. every, almost every other word was English. Yeah. So you can piece together what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And I was able to like find certain things in the game, the trade to get better objects and better items and upgrades for my ship and just shit like that. And it was yeah. great. I was like, this is fucking fun. Hmm. And then there's a new game that came out. It's called tunic. Um, you play a little fox like guy. Oh it looks yeah, like a, I've seen the preview for it. Yeah, I saw it on the Switch. The entire game is in a completely made up language. The only way you can play the uh, you like even things you find like oh you found it's like you found this weapon. It's all in that language, and you have to do the same thing. You figure out parts of the language, so then you can start knowing what your weapons, your armor does, what enemies or people are talking about signs like even the signs like you're like this way to town this way to this yeah it's all in different languages so you have to figure out the language to get a better understanding of the world and it's great like i'm like that's fucking cool Mm. also that isometric top down look i fucking love games like that Yeah, yeah yeah no like um see no man's sky had so much potential to be great but because of greed and just poor planning, yeah. it because the thing is, remember when they were first announcing the game, there was so much hype behind oh, this yeah. game. There was so much hype. It was going to be like this game had and then millions, and millions of planets. Yeah, and to, as soon which as is still it, true, as soon as it came out, people were like, "Yo, this is kind of garbage." Mm-hmm. And then they had said like. 
oh, what happens if you run into one of your friends like online? They're like, it would be almost impossible. Almost immediately, somebody was like, oh, I spawned on a planet that's right next to where my friends spawned. Well, no, it was the it was the opposite when the game came out because they were saying you would be able to find your friends and explore the world together. You, it would literally spawn you in the game in the same like server. You're literally solar systems away from each other. <laughs> To where to get to the person, like the thing that I liked about the game too, that a lot of people probably don't like is there's travel time. So if you're looking at a planet that's far away, it tells you like, oh, it's this many, I think they called them cubit or something like that yeah. away from you. And, or it was some, their measurement of space that they had in the game. Um, and he had a counter on the bottom telling you it would take you this long. If you use your regular thrusters, it would take you, uh, there was one that was like, it would take you 20 or in real time, like, our time 20 days five hours and 33 seconds to get to it good but lord if you use your hyperdrive system that you can find on the planet in the first plane that you crash land on or that you you're on mm-hmm. you fix your ship you fix your hyperdrive that's how you can get to other planets quicker so it cuts that down from two days to like two minutes three minutes yeah but your character has that travel time it's not just like loading it's like your character be doing that and you might get a flashing warning being like something's here and you can like stop it and then kind of like be like in the middle of space and you spawn in an asteroid belt that's rich in like gold or titanium or something and you mine for it. Like, so you can just like load up on all that and then just keep going. I know another thing that no man's sky got criticized for was that a lot of its mechanics were reminiscent to a very well unknown like indie game? Mm-hmm. They got sued over it, yeah. Yeah, because essentially they just took that and made it like three D. Well, they won the that that case because the person was saying like I think it was um, yeah that they you stole my idea for a game so I deserve money off of this yeah and they're like no actually this has been in development lo- development longer than what you came up with mm-hmm. so. We just both came up with this. We were working idea. on it way longer, bro. Like, this was my idea in fucking high school, bro. <laughs> no, but the whole thing was, like, we both had the same idea. We were just able to mass produce it more than you. Yeah. So that's why it's more well-known. I'm sorry. And they won the case, and they were able to. Because it was going to be, like, if they lost the case, No Man's Sky wasn't going to be able to be sold. Yeah, I know yeah. this This does happen sometimes. I, I forgot what the terminology for it. I think it's, like, called, it's just called, like, um, like simultaneously thinking or like essentially sometimes people come up with the same idea yeah, around yeah, the yeah. same time and then they just don't realize that someone else did it because yeah. I'm sure that's happened a plethora. I know that's a, a thing that's happened a lot in the stand-up community yeah, yeah. where you, you come have up with the same joke, you come up with the same joke, but it's like structured differently, but mm-hmm. it's essentially the same joke because, um, Oh my fucking God. Uh, Next time I'm leaving my phone in the other room. <laughs> or just silence it. It was reminding me to take my vitamins. Okay. Oh, shit, it's 10 yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we better cut it short. I mean... Um, just finish what you're saying. Yeah, but like, you know, sometimes you're just in a certain minds... Uh, uh, like, uh, sometimes you're just in a certain like... A synchronicity. That's synchronicity, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's kind of like no different. Like, I feel like the more time you spend with funny people, you learn how to um, riff off each other. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've been able to do this for years because Mm -hmm. we grew up together. So we understand each other's humor. We know where we can take a joke and we know how to riff off another person's like, like, like joke and like, you know, pump it up. Yeah. You keep the ball rolling. 
And the same goes with anybody, like whenever you're carrying a conversation too. Like sometimes if, if a person's like, I know this happens to me, I'm guilty of it all the time where I'm lost in thought where I know where I'm trying to go, but I can't like verbally get words, it out. Yeah. And then you're able to finish it off, mm -hmm. you know, like, cause together we can finish each other's sandwiches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's from frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. That movie is terrible. Turn away. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. There's so many good movies, Let and then go. why did that one get so fucking hype? Because that's all. That was pretty much it. It's the just the music. I enjoyed Moana better. Yeah, Moana's great. Moana's great. But, Although uh, I am, I'm not gonna lie. I am getting sick and tired of fucking like Lin Manuel Miranda. So like he doesn't have to write every fucking show. And every yeah, guy they're kind of bleeding the guy like it's kind of like yeah I, but he like had, he's he, great he's he's good but oh. like but musically i feel like he's using the same shit over and over again like i don't know what it is he's got a particular sound and style that yeah. i feel like he's just recycling over and over again and i get it the guy is very talented and he deserves a lot of applaud even though i yeah. still think hamilton was trash but i mean that's just my opinion <laughs> i've never seen it actually oh my god yeah. dude it's it's so cringe it yeah. is the most like mayonnaise ass fucking well, like broadway done, yeah. but it because uh, i know i think they added it on one of the streaming i think it's on disney plus i don't remember yeah. but i remember i watched it a little bit with denise and i immediately was just like hate it it's like oh we're gonna have the fucking uh founding fathers rap i'm like this is the dumbest fucking thing like like this no stop but i do like that he sued that church to cease and desist because uh this random church was uh doing hamilton shittily because there's videos on tiktok about it and they're just like off key their voices are cracking there's only one person that actually could sing and people were like championing me like hey lin manuel miranda's you should get this kid a chance just this one kid he was actually really good the rest of them were trash yeah and he like sued them and he was like yeah there's a court order it's cease and desist any recordings need to be destroyed um <laughs> If you do this again, we will, you know, see you for everything you have. And it was just like, fuck you. Because they took the 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 play and just added a bunch of, like, evangelical, like, bullshit to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, this are, it reminds me of, like, back in the day when people used to troll the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> and Because people would always fucking, like, um, hack their website and put up, like, really salacious, like, gay porn yeah. and shit like that. But I remember, um, do you remember that, um, what the fuck was that movie called? Oh, do you remember um, uh, Kevin Smith had released a movie that was basically a play on Westboro? it's called like red state no i haven't seen that or um yeah so essentially the whole thing is like these guys are um answer an online like post mm -hmm. basically like a craigslist post was like yeah. hey you looking for some freaky sex come to my place right and they both go there and they get offered drinks to get they get uh they end up getting drunk and they wake up inside this fucking church that are basically going to kill them like they're going to sacrifice them the uh, to appease this kind of god kind of thing right uh, it's super fucking crazy right all right and 
the whole point of the movie is basically just talking about like these like radical churches and shit and like like they're like um a, what if one of those churches was act like they were full on about like murdering people that are committing sin or whatever and like the 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 movie ends in like a really goofy way essentially they believe that the the final days are coming because they hear a bunch of trumpets mm-hmm. but you realize that somebody just hacked a speaker system and started playing like trumpet music or started <laughs> playing like trumpet like like the final trumpets of the yeah, apocalypse yeah. right and the the guys were able to escape whatever whatever well so Kevin Smith has this giant premiere for that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And the Westboro Baptist Church caught wind of it. And, of course, they showed up to protest it, right? And um, uh, But at the same time, I think uh, Comic-Con was going on. <laughs> uh, and so they had a bunch of cosplayers show up to support the film. So you had one side of Westboro Baptist Church, and then you had another side of people just dressed up as characters. Because he said, like... <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, in this whole interview, because, you know, Kevin Smith does a lot of, like, live interviews thing. He's like, my favorite moment during that whole thing was, like, on one side you have these, like, Westboro Baptist Church guys, like, holding up signs and saying, like, God hates, like, F-words and yeah, God yeah. hates gays and all this and stuff, right? And then on our side we had a guy dressed up as uh, as Bender holding up a sign that said, uh, kill all humans. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um and uh, I don't know, like the the whole thing is just so fucking goofy. Like, mm. um, I have to check it out. We need have to look into doing a whole series on like these very over the top radical churches because some of them are go wild. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna end this with um a thing that I saw recently. I wish I could find the fucking article. I was trying to look for it earlier, mm. but I remember reading it. But um, this is a real thing that actually happened. So and it relates to online shit talking. So these two guys on Call of Duty mm-hmm. were talking mad shit. And one of them was like, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I'm going to go fuck your mom. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. That's not the one. I'm and the guy was just like, whatever, you're not going to do shit. So this guy hacked the dude, found his address, went to his house, and somehow managed... To end up sleeping with that guy's mother. It wasn't rape, was it? No. Okay. It was consensual sex. <laughs> and then he filmed himself coming on his mom and then he sent that photo. He sent that video to him. Watch yourself out there, kid. Because <laughs> people are fucking, they don't give a fuck. I thought you were going with the one that the guy was talking shit this, uh, to this other guy. And the guy was like, hey, if you don't shut up, I'll fucking kill you. And the guy was like, no, you won't. You don't even know where I live. So he hacked him, found his address, went to his house, and stabbed the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, some people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Be careful online uh, if you see me on there. Uh, Look, at the end of the day, shit talking is just shit talking, yeah. and it's just words. And I feel like the more we recognize that, the more we'll get over the fact that, like, look, I'm not gonna be the person to say that that oh, this generation is soft or they're sensitive and they shit are. like that. Like, <laughs> shut up. I'll say it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. But what I'm saying is words are just words. And if you let words have a power, like a certain power behind them, then it's never going to get any better. You have to understand that the more you try to get rid of something, 
the more people will use it in spite and just make it even more vicious. It's kind of like the whole thing about like, who cares if somebody calls you a certain word or a certain thing, if you own it, then they can't use it as a weapon against you. Yeah. That's a good note to end on. I guess so. All right. That's been the show today. Yeah. It's been a very, uh, very loose show. We talked a lot about video games. Yeah, we did. We actually kind of stayed on topic. We kind of stayed on topic for the most part. I mean, given that um, this was this this was supposed to be a loose episode. Either way, yeah, it's pretty loose. Yeah, because the last episode was 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 topic right. The Halloween one. Technically, it would have been the Ask a Mexican episode. Yeah, that we that we that was pretty loose too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you again for sticking around and listening to another episode of the knife funk make sure to follow us on all socials yeah which really right now it's just instagram so at the knife funk podcast yeah and then follow us a handful of pedro and and, oso in the woods yeah and then um you know just stay tuned for more content uh we'll be releasing more little bonus stuff throughout um the coming weeks because we're going to try to you know get into having some more video clips we did record this one it's going to be on video i don't know if the full thing will be released but i know i'll definitely try to release some clips yeah that'd be good and we can see our beautiful faces yeah and then again as always uh recommend us to your to your friends if you enjoy this then by all means let people know about us and then uh i think what i want to do soon is uh once we start garnering a little bit of a bigger audience to start doing um online polls for what we should cover next oh yeah that's a good idea i feel like that would be a good way to have a little bit of interaction and Mm -hmm. obviously we're not just gonna like throw all caution to the wind we're gonna give them things (laughs) to pick we're not gonna be like you know uh what do you think we should talk about and some assholes just gonna be like talk about your buttholes like like, it's all right we already do that it's brown (laughs) (laughs) oh browner (laughs) it's like a horse winking its eye (laughs) <laughs> gross but anyways thank you again for listening to the night funk and uh stay tuned for more episodes coming yep. down every friday, friday. every friday always so, friday it's always friday so again uh, we'll see y'all next time y'all enjoy bye uh-huh.